With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We cannot believe what has been transpiring over the now, I believe it's 71 weeks that we've been protested. And we have stayed strong. We have stayed the course. And the amount of things that they have done to us that does not get the news. It doesn't get the media attention. But yet people still come to support us and, and show up. Lives are changed. Marriages are restored. People are walking away from their addictions. We're still taking care of the homeless. We're still doing things for other local nonprofits. This is the Trevor Carey Show. On the Valley's Power Talk. We have a fentanyl problem. We have, look, you talk about weeds. How about the homelessness? These things are running rampant here, not to mention people are struggling. Taxpayer people are struggling to pay bills right now. PGE has went up, $5 gas. This is what's going on. And the city's doing a land grab. And, and this is what I think is interesting. Don't they have enough problems with Granite Park? I mean, Esmeralda's got that too. What are we doing here? Don't we have enough problem with the millions of dollars they're going to have to shuck out for Granite Park? Now they really want to be in a lawsuit. I'm talking to the taxpayers. That's Pastor Anthony Flores, Adventure Church. He was on the show a few days ago. I'd like to welcome into studio Fresno City Councilman Gary Bredefeld. Councilman, glad you're in. Hi. Hey, Trevor. Can you not hear? You got a volume knob. How many times you been in this studio? There we go. Oh, now okay. I can hear you. Yeah, you never turned yourself up. And I had it up. I had it. I thought I had it up. We're but having no. some technical difficulties today. Earlier in Verizon, did you hear it affecting yes, uh, law I enforcement? Did. Do you, do you know anything more about no. that than than what that is? No. I wonder why it would just be law enforcement. Hey. Well, I don't. I don't. Oh, think we don't know. No, I don't think it's just law yeah, enforcement. Other, well, it's affected law enforcement and customers yes, as well. Okay, yes. good to know. Well, uh, looks like uh, city council now. You guys are in the real estate business. What What are you looking to buy? Have you Have you scouted out a place? Well, I'm not looking to buy. Well, I mean to have the city buy right now that we're doing yeah, this. Right, looking at buying the Tower Theater. And uh, that that wasn't going to happen. For those that do not know, let's back this up. Adventure Church, Tower Theater. Now, it was the lockdown. There weren't a lot of venues making money. There were no shows going on. And Adventure Church uh, made the offer to rent, and then they made an agreement to buy it. Yes. And then some city council members uh, got involved, and this was really, really early on, and Mayor Dyer got involved. Can you kind of pick us up at that point where Mayor Dyer made the offer? Well, he made an offer uh, via letter to have Adventure Church move to uh, the Fresno Veterans Memorial uh, Auditorium. Uh, they declined that, and then there was ongoing negotiations between the private parties, and then we had two council members, uh, Soria and uh, Arias, uh, who injected themselves into uh, this situation. And, you know, here we are tomorrow. The city council is poised to vote to give $6.5 million for the purchase of this. But if you know the details, it's it's a horrific show, and the taxpayers are basically going to get screwed on this deal. And it's taxpayer money, right? This is for Measure P. Yeah, if it was their own money, well, I can assure you, if it was their own money coming out of directly out of their pockets, they wouldn't be doing this insanity. It's $3 million 
generally out of the uh, uh, coming from the general fund, which is to fund tax, to fund police and firefighters and fixed streets, and about three, a little over three and a half million from Measure P. Now, you've been quoted here saying the city making such a loan would be unprecedented. Yes. You served uh, a few years, uh, your initial term, and now yes. you've been on. And you've never voted on anything like this? Never seen this before. What, what they're doing is giving uh, basically a million dollars, loaning a million dollars, $950,000 to Sequoia Brewery at 3.5% for 30 years. Um, they didn't have to put 20% down like most construct. Uh, 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 commercial deals, uh, and they're getting a three and a half percent rate. Where are you going to find that? I guarantee you, they'd be well, paying do five we or have six. A, do we have anything listed of what qualifies you for that? For now, other businesses can come forward yeah, and present I mean, their ideas. It sets I the mean, precedent. What, it sets the precedent. Why just that brewery? Let's. Well, there's the other reason breweries. why I'll tell you why why they did that. Why they're paying three hundred fifty thousand dollars of Sequoia Breweries prior legal bills. Why why are they indemnifying Sequoia Brewery against future lawsuits from Adventure Church as well as the Tower Theater owners, Lawrence Abadi, all of those people now are indemnified, meaning the city is going to take on any lawsuit, any judgment against them from Adventure Church. We're taking it all on. We're giving Sequoia Brewery a million dollar loan. Uh, we're having Lawrence Abadi run the place for $8,000 a month under $100,000 for the next year. This is completely unprecedented, and it really is because Arias and Soria want to pander to those that vocal small minority of people who hate this church, who attack this church, who attack Christianity, and so they want to pander to this, and so they're spending $6.5 million, and they're going to get Nelson Esparza and Tyler Maxwell to support it too, so it'll be at least the four of them, and so the taxpayers are going to be on the hook, and as soon as this deal goes through on Thursday, Adventure Church will be suing the city as well. And we don't know how high. I've seen some people state that it could go up to $20 million sure, or higher. It could go higher. You, you don't know. know. Nobody knows. You, you, we do not know. And you brought up the fact of uh, the uh, the harassment that they have been going through. And this, this new movement of, of one Fresno, right? Uh, I, when you see a fake Jesus at Easter, one of the Easter is the holiest day of, of Christianity, and a nun in a miniskirt and a ninety four percent naked man, a man in fatigues filming, mothers and children walking in. W- what city allows that? I know we have rights in America. No, they they, they have, have the right to do that. Yeah, yep. but you also have the right to say that's not right. Yeah, absolutely, and I do, and I know you. No, do. I know, I know, but yep. I mean, if this were happening in front of a mosque or a synagogue. Oh. What would Mayor Dyer's reaction be, do you think, in the rest of the city council? He'd condemn it, so would the rest of the the city council. And the media. They would all condemn it. That's right. And I I, I honestly believe if a mosque or a synagogue were attempting to purchase this, they would not get the same resistance uh, that this church has. This is about attacking Christians and Christianity. When you have people holding signs that say, abort Jesus... Uh, this is about attacking Christianity, and uh, you have you know this council and two council members who injected themselves into this, all to pander to these people who hate the church. And uh, I'm going, and, and that is true. This is a spiritual battle, and yep. it's a small minority down there. And we have now Republicans that are even afraid to stand up for church going, good citizens of Fresno uh, to go to church. They won't have their back at all. Uh, it's sad. Uh, I read a quote here. Uh, Mayor Dyer says the future of Tower Theater has split the city. 
I, I wouldn't agree with that. I would no, say it's about 95% of the city would say, no, you don't do that in front of a church, in front of kids. Right. How dare you? I'd, you would even have some of the toughest gangbangers say, no, you don't do that in front of a church, in front of kids. And here's his quote. He says, I don't like the fact that the city of Fresno has been put in the middle of this from the onset. We got to hit the brakes and go, uh, Mayor Dyer, can you name me one other church that you talked to about their real estate deals and made? Name one other church that you got involved saying, hey, how about you don't buy this? Wait, you're the mayor. You, you don't get involved in real estate deals. There's not another church that he can name or probably other, maybe a business somewhere, but not another church, right? He was involved in it from the onset. Yes. When he sent that letter, he injected himself into this. And the other thing is, you know, his his position now has been that he's going to step away. This is a council decision. Well, I'm sorry. I don't buy that. You are the mayor. Do you support this deal or do you not support this deal? And if you don't, you ought to speak out against it. The mayor has the biggest megaphone in this valley, bigger than any congressman anywhere. And uh, he's been silent. And, uh, you know, he and I have talked and I've expressed my frustration with him about that. I'm I'm glad you have. And while you're pushing one Fresno, how do you ignore an almost naked man yelling at little kids and not say that needs to stop and that needs to stop right now? Well, I've said, uh, you know, for the one Fresno, apparently doesn't include the congregation of Adventure Church. it doesn't. And let's talk about the rest of Fresno here. And I asked Pastor Flores on this show, how many churches have reached out with support? And he gave me a goose egg zero. That that hurts my heart. Hmm. I guarantee if it was a mosque under attack, you'd have other mosques, you'd have other synagogues uh, coming to their defense and grouping together as as leadership. Uh, have, have you heard, and you don't have to call out names, but have you heard of any any other churches wanting to help at all? No, I, ha- I haven't. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm not uh, Mr. Flores. And so, you know, he's, if he says that, I, I believe him. Um, it's, Maybe it's, people don't care. Do people not care as much as we care? I mean, no, I, I, you I, held a I, press conference. I've, I've had him on the air ever since it started. Do people just not give a... I, I do think people care. I think people are afraid to be attacked. And that's what's going to happen. Uh, they get attacked by the media. They get attacked by politicians like Arias and Surya. And uh, they don't want to be attacked. And, you know, we live in a cancel culture. culture. People are afraid of being canceled. Um, So I think that's what keeps people from speaking out. I know they share the same sentiment. I know they feel the same way. But I think they're fearful. Well, I think they need to realize uh, that they'll come for they'll come they'll be out in front of your no, church. They'll next. be coming. That's right. That's it, exactly right. And we've seen that. Councilmember Esmeralda Soria, District One. Councilmember Miguel Arias, District Three, putting forward the city to consider acquiring Tower Theater to preserve it as a public historic uh, asset. Uh, I think well, that parking lot has a lot to do with it too. But well, let, let me tell you that that's a bogus argument because. The Tower Theater is registered with the with the National uh, uh, Register of Historical Places, so they are already protected in terms of the cultural and history part of that Tower Theater. They're already protected. We didn't need to spend six point five million dollars to do this. So that's a lie. That's bogus. Um, so that that's their rationalization for doing this. And then I've also seen Arius get on there and say, "Well, we've had fifteen months of contentious weekend uh, protests. This is a way to stop it." 
uh, that's another ridiculous argument because we have lots of contentious things that go on, and we're not going to spend millions of dollars to make it go away. Well, I, I uh, if they do follow through with this, uh, now have you heard from uh, Chavez? Any uh, Sparza? Are they all, are they all in Maxwell? Do you well, think no, they're... no, I don't know what uh, Councilmember Chavez or Councilmember I think Carbasi, you know, I, I hope they're not yeah, going to support can't speak this. For them. Yeah, no. I hope they don't either. Uh, well, I guess if this does go through, there'll be a new program here in Fresno, and we can get in line. Uh, they will have to, right? I mean, you can't just pick and choose who you're going to no, give loans like it, this to. Well, and, and indemnify everybody. I mean, yeah. you know, this this is going to cost the taxpayers millions of dollars. And instead of spending $3 million uh, on the Tower Theater, they should be spending $3 million hiring 25 or 30 more police officers as we have daily shootings and rampant crime in this city. They just arrested 60 uh, people who are involved in all kinds of uh, criminal activity. Uh, we're inundated with crime, and we need to be dealing with the crime, not buying tower theaters. Hey, we're going to come back and follow up on that point right there. We don't know how high this purchase is going to go. They're going to vote on the city council meeting tomorrow. It could go as high as some say $20 million could even be higher. What could the city of Fresno use with that dinero? We'll talk to Fresno City Councilman Moore with him next. Gary Bradafel coming up. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. You're listening to the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Come on, man. You remember being in the military, getting that leave, getting to go out in your Z Cavaricis and dance to Stomp by the Brothers Johnson there, right? I remember it well. <laughs> Do you ever wear the Z Cavaricis? You remember those? The Z Cavarici pants? No. Squires remembers no, them in there. No, no, I don't remember. No, no. You, you were more manly than the oh, Z Cavaricis. Totally, totally, totally. As well. Well, uh, Fresno City Councilman Gary Bredefeld, big vote tomorrow. Again, uh, recap what the vote's going to be on. Well, there'll be be voting on the city of fresno buying uh tower theater and other buildings for 6.5 million dollars in a reckless uh, deal that indemnifies uh, sequoia brewing and the owners of tower theater against the impending lawsuit from adventure church which they've already said they're going to sue the city of fresno so we're entering this deal uh, protecting all of the parties involved covering all of their legal costs and any judgments that will be uh, going against them so it is the absolute stupidest thing we've ever done but uh, the corrupted gang of four, Maxwell, Esparza, Saria, uh, and who am I leaving out? Uh, Arias. Uh, they're at it again. Well, uh, in American Greed, when I watch those on CNBC, the people that spend a lot of money, when they know they're closing in on them, that's when they really spin crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, the audit now, this yes. audit that's going to come forward, uh, the last eight years of anybody that had a... Uh, a credit card at all affiliated with the city and the taxpayers' deposit accounts that we put in there for those cards. Where do we stand on this? Well, the mayor is, uh, his administration is moving forward on uh, getting somebody who can do that audit and do a, a really solid audit, a hopefully a forensic audit. Uh, so the audit's going to happen, and uh, it needs to happen because... Uh, you know, What's again, the difference between an audit and a forensic audit? Well, a forensic audit, audit I think, is, is somebody who's DNA? Able- uh, no, no, I don't I'm, think they take the DNA, but I think I think they're a little bit more uh, looking at uh, thorough. Things, 
thorough and perhaps even criminal things that have taken place. Mm, okay. Uh, well, we know that there's been a lot of spending on things, and, and it doesn't look like they're stopping spending things. Uh, gift oh, bags no, and that's all right. this. And yeah, well, you know, I, I saw as I was walking out here today, uh, if you recall, one of the things that uh, uh, Tyler Maxwell spent on was a 16-page glossy uh, highlighting himself with pictures of uh, throughout the 16 page. Oh, it lesson. was United Nations climate change brochure quality. Wasn't it was it? beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. absolutely yeah. beautiful. And of course, the taxpayers spent that. And I saw he had little bags uh, uh, of goodies. And in the, the bag of goodie was also that 16 page glossy that I guess he's having an event and will be handing out promoting himself. At the taxpayer on the taxpayer dime, they they look nice. It looked like the Oscars, you know. Yeah, we everybody. don't know what's in the bag, so the, that's taxpayers paying. For, ta- for that. Oh, of course, the taxpayers have funded the whole thing. Well, we'll get to see it in the old audit as we look right here. Well, when we're talking about the DA, the FBI, and audit, it sounds like Chicago from the from the 1930s, but we are actually talking about the city of Fresno, California. We need more officers. We don't need to go be spending $20 million for a theater uh, over Easter. Imagine driving around, man. And a lot of times it's like it's in the back of my mind. Do I want to go out and spend some money at XYZ, uh, especially at early evening or evening time? Uh, you don't know when you're going to get move into a sideshow in an intersection. That's right. They were all over the place, eight of them, eight. There's no respect for law and order. I wonder where that comes from. Well, where, <clears throat> where it comes from is weakening all the criminal laws, and when you uh, are arrested for something, you're immediately released, and every criminal knows it. And so whether it's a, a sideshow with these cars running up and down streets or it's you know smashing and robbing somebody or committing even something more serious, they know there's no accountability in the state of California, and that's why we get more crime. And I guess they know that there's only so many officers, so they had eight starting between 9 o'clock Sunday night and 1 a.m. on Monday, 110 citations. Close to 60 vehicles were impounded, 40 of those for 30 days. And, you know, the message is out there that you're going to have your 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 car impounded. It's going to cost thousands of dollars uh, to get it out. But I, I think they need to just now make it a felony. To, oh, to do it should be a felony of course when you're risking other people's lives but it's not until you it. hurt somebody then it could become the felony right well, yeah but even when you hurt somebody you get released so that's the situation we live in in california uh, all of the weakening laws whether you have district attorneys like in san francisco or la thankfully we have a great district attorney in fresno county in lisa smithcamp but the other district attorneys they don't prosecute crime they're pro-criminal they're not helping victims. They're pro-criminal. And that's what goes on in our state. And we got it with Governor Newsom. I mean, as you well know, Governor Newsom wants to make this the abortion sanctuary of the country. So that's how evil it is. Uh, that's how disgusting it is that, you know, this man wants to be the place where you come and kill your baby. Yeah. The Hotel California. We'll, we'll, we'll pay for it. I think Colorado, though, is trying to outdo them to, to catch them before they get out west, right? They're sure. staying, Colorado's going, hey, stop here. We're just as good. Yep. And that, it's really disgusting. And what we're seeing out in front of the Tower Theater is a uh, it's it's such a shame on this city that for well over a year, there wasn't even enough public pressure to make people feel like they shouldn't be out uh, doing the types of things in front of a, a, a church. 
uh, a Christian church. And thank you, Councilmember Bredefeld, for having a press conference and for stating it's an attack on Christianity. And it truly is. And the the other media out there, uh, this is a story that you have, uh, well, you know, some have covered it, but they haven't covered it on the aspect of the attack of Christianity. If they were attacking Muslims, it'd be a front page headline. If they were attacking uh, Jews at a synagogue, it would be a front page. Hindus, it'd be a front page headline. Probably even if they were attacking Wiccans, it would be a front page. Mm -hmm. A pagan ritual was attacked by Christians outside yelling, the devil is evil. It would be a hate crime. Yes, and 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 you know, uh, yesterday at the press conference, I had the pastor from Adventure Church, and he spoke very passionately about the good things that he does, the church does, helping people, dealing with the homeless, cleaning up the place. They've been in uh, the Tower Theater area for over ten years, um, so this only became a big issue when they decided to purchase the church. And once they decided to purchase, uh, purchase the Tower Theater, and once the church decided to do that, they became, you know, terrible and evil, and they had to be, uh, uh, you know, marched out of uh, the Tower Theater, and they can't be there. And that's what that's what this has been all about. Yeah, Adventure Church was wed in Fresno before it was ever a thought. Mm-hmm. They've been down there serving and giving serving back. Serving and helping. Yep. And, and helping out there. Fresno City Councilman Gary Bredefeld, I guess you got a big meeting. Starts at 8, 9 a.m. tomorrow. What 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. Now, do we know when this is going to be discussed in the meeting? No, we don't, because it's on what we call the consent calendar, and usually uh, the way it's been going every first two hours, they have public comments, and we have all the people who uh, are agitators and, you know, want to speak badly about uh, the city, get on and talk about how bad the uh, uh, city council is and how they're not performing, and so that takes usually about two hours, and then we start to get to the other Only two hours? Well, that's, (laughs) I mean, we have to limit it to some degree or we'll be there all day. Yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know when this will be heard. Unfortuntimed it should be a timed item, but it isn't. Well, it's interesting uh, to see what these other city council members, if they'll be in agreement with Council Member Bredefeld or whether they'll go over with the uh, the new real estate department of the Fresno City Council. We'll see uh, Arias and Sori on grocery carts now, right, with the little real estate signs? Sure, sure. Hey, we'll buy your business and give you a 30-year loan at a great interest rate. We're the city of Fresno, California. Absolutely. I got some ideas now. I'm, I'm going to drive around look at some buildings tonight. Yep. Thank you, Council. Thank you very much. Hey, you bet you, man. Uh, boy, there's a lot of gender-questioning folks shouting uh, out at Adventure Church. Gender's now the rage of the nation. Biden's economic report mentions gender 40 more times than inflation. <laughs> hey, thanks, Bruce. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause, 
Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. I forgot to ask Councilmember Bredefeld. I was going to see about the city and Caltrans and what's the deal with all these, uh, you know, Nile River weeds that are growing up and haven't been cut. I thought they'd be cut down maybe because we got some rain a little while back. They grew up quick, but you just don't see other cities like this. And you know what I'm talking about? These big high weeds that are up. These, they're kind of, they're kind of, they're not really ugly looking weeds, are they? Not all weeds are ugly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, some intersections now, it's even kind of hard to, to see. Come on, Caltrans. Where are you, Caltrans? Uh, speaking of Amtrak here, uh, let's, well, speaking of, I wasn't speaking of, Caltrans segueing to Amtrak. Uh, talking to Councilmember Bradfeld and Pastor Flores about the over-year-long just the harassment that has happened to church-going people. You think of the little kids, man. You think of the moms and grandmas and walking in and having to, to hear the obscenities in the, in the you know, to see signs like, you know, abort Jesus. Uh, outside of a, of a, of a mosque, you're not going to see like abort Muhammad. That would be a hate crime. Why is it not a hate crime? Uh, I see ABC 30 here, though, covers this story. I mean, a year of this happening downtown, but uh, a gay couple and their children were verbally assaulted by a California Amtrak passenger during a train ride, and it gets a big, huge headline. They said the couple said they were shocked and horrified. When you're uh, a parent and your family or kids feel threatened or you feel that they're threatened, you become kind of fearless, said the uh, one of the members of the gay couple. Well, yeah, ABC 30, once you do, a, and everybody else, once you do a story about, once you go interview some of the church people and ask them what it's like, uh, or ask them, why do you keep attending uh, and having to hear this, right? That might be kind of question they would ask them. Uh, why, why don't you go interview them? See, get their side of it. Well, you did it here for the, the gay couple on Amtrak. Big story about it. Uh, once you go down there, uh, Biden released his annual economic report. He mentioned the word gender more than inflation. He used the word gender 127 times in an economic plan. He mentioned inflation 87 times, inequality 147 times. He opened his economic report with, uh, our nation needed an economic policy that was nimble enough to meet the evolving challenges required to defeat a pandemic and recover from the economic disruptions it has caused. Who uh, who cut that lettuce up and gave you that word salad? Could it have been Kamala? Kamala Harris? He went on with this word salad. Recovery has to be swift and robust. Get this. He said, it was not sufficient to return to where we had been. We had to build toward a better future. It was not sufficient to return to where we had been. You mean the best 
economy and U.S. memory? You mean being energy independent? They don't care what they say can easily be so turned around with. Really? They have no shame. Uh, He didn't use the word inflation in his opening letter. He says, last year alone, extreme weather and climate disaster cost us $145 billion and claimed hundreds of lives. Well, so did illegal immigration. He said, when I think of climate change, he said, I think of jobs. Well, you should because you got rid of a lot of them on your hostile takeover on day one, basing it on climate change. That's about the only way you can you can correlate climate change and jobs. He went on to say, uh, and again, this is an in an economic report. He said the war in Ukraine reinforces the fact the United States must attain energy independence. Wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you feel foolish saying this? I mean, it's like replacing a head coach who was 14 and 2 the year before. And uh, you're saying, as you said at 2 and 14, well, we, we must learn what it feels like to win. Uh, coach, you came in and you released the quarterback and changed all our plays, and you put a 113 pound woman at center, and the nose guard keeps running her over. You know, uh, well, I guess in today's world, that new coach would probably just call you a sexist and a racist and tell you to get with the program, right? Joe Biden saying the United States has to attain energy independence. We already had it. Why don't you explain how we lost it? He said we can. what can happen is we can eliminate dependence on fossil fuels over the long term. All right, what about the midterm? What about right now? Well, his Department of Homeland Security, I mean, he's on top of it. Uh, you heard what he said, mentioning <laughs> how many times gender, 40 more times than inflation. Well, regarding the border, it's good that they're starting to pay attention. Maybe they're not paying attention to the economy, but the Biden administration is going to pay attention to the border. And uh, what is my proof on that? Maybe you're surprised by this, but I I guess this could be good news that they're paying attention to the border. Biden's Department of Homeland Security introduced measures regarding the border on uh, how to accommodate transgender and non-binary individuals in the security processes at the southern border. Because, you know, we're about to be overrun. They know that. And they got to make sure. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security, ready? Equity Action Plan. We don't, we don't have a Department of Homeland Security uh, action plan to stop fentanyl, do we? No, but we got an equity action plan. It calls binary gender a construct and tries to remove gender from the screening process. See, they, they, they've already started to implement this, you know, in airports and in citizenship and any naturalization process. Now they're going to be using it uh, at the border. National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd said, we got people coming in from countries all over the world, and that means nations with terrorism ties. Uh, well, I told you earlier it was 23 was the, the last that I had that they had caught on the terror watch list at the border. Brandon Judd here saying they caught 34 individuals with names matching those on the terrorist watch list. Well, isn't that good? Under the new plan, TSA pre-check program will allow transgender passengers to self-identify. You don't have to do any documentation. You got anything. Uh, you can just say you are what you are, that you are X. 
X. That, that's it. That's a new one, X. They're going to update the system. Uh, the State Department is with gender passports that are X. It's under the gender diversity awareness training they're going to give to all the TSA, all the Border Patrol, all the Border Patrol. That's what Border Patrol has to do now. Uh, they have to go to gender diversity awareness classes because they got to be trained on this uh, to find out you know, the gender neutral language of anybody that might be breaking into our country. So, uh, be on the lookout for a five foot eight hundred and sixty pound Jordanian national gender X. Hmm. Gender X. So if we if we catch that terrorist, will the woke new laws say US officials caught X as the X tried to sneak into America to blow us up? Well, yeah, I guess we will. Uh, normally be U.S. officials caught the man as the man tried to sneak into America to blow us up or the woman or now it's just gonna be X. Yeah, that's it. It's going to be on the passport, X. And uh, TSA, you can't slip up and say he, she. Uh, they told employees to stop considering gender when you're verifying passengers' identity. Boy, we've come a long way from the ESPYs and Bruce Jenner, haven't we? <sighs> Border Patrol, now they're going to have to train the Border Patrol employees on gender identity. They're going to have to use the, uh, the use of the gender-neutral pronouns and X as the gender option on the Trusted Traveler's application. Boy, boy, I, they got their eye on the ball, don't they? Uh, yeah, I was talking with Ira Mel of Federation of American Immigration Reform, and he was saying yesterday that uh, he's feeling like the Biden administration will uh, kind of hope that the courts say, no, you can't overturn Title 42. Maybe they'll do it based on the health aspect of it, because we're now hearing that the CDC is telling the Department of Justice that, well, yeah, we don't think the mask, where it's too early to do remove the mask mandate on travel, right? But uh, the same people that do not want the mask mandate lifted for, for travel around America, whether it be a plane, a train, whatever, uh, are the same people that that could care less about Title 42 being lifted. Marco Rubio, senator, uh, made that very uh, point today uh, of stating the same people that are going, no, 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 you need to wear a mask. Are the same people that don't even care that uh, people from uh, other countries can just roll right on in. Not, not even going to test them for COVID and not even going to require a mask. Well, it's not supposed to make sense. None of this is supposed to make sense. We're supposed to have the President of the United States talking about gender more than inflation in an economic report. It wouldn't be 2022 if it weren't this way. We uh, now got the Republican legislature. We're seeing this spreading across America in the state of Kansas. They just passed a bill that, again, would ban men that claim to be transgender from competing against women uh, in sports. Uh, We got people uh, fighting back against this. But the Kansas governor, Governor Laura Kelly, she shot down the Republican bills. Yep, yep. uh, The Democrat in Kansas vetoed a transgender sports bill. And they also have a curriculum transparency bill, uh, letting parents get back control. And uh, we'll see how that Kansas governor, the Democrat, Kansas, pretty conservative state. She's a first termer and she faces reelection in November. I'm telling you, there are Democrat parents, man, who uh, their, their, their girls have been training their whole life. They were just hoping to go to the University of Kansas, get a scholarship. Right. And they came in, uh, you know, third in the state finals because, uh, you know, uh, Jeremy beat them out. 
Yeah, he was just faster. Uh, sorry, there goes your there goes your scholarship in Utah. The liberal righto Republican governor, right, who likes to state his preferred pronouns. Yeah, we got Republicans stating their their pronouns. He's in Utah. He's a Mitt Romney guy. Uh, they probably met. I don't know when he was handing out towels in a bathhouse somewhere. But uh, he, vo- he vetoed the version of the same bill. Utah Governor Spencer Cox vetoed the bill. Utah legislature stood up and defied uh, that Utah rhino out there. And we've seen it spread. And by spread, I mean uh, sanity has come back into this. And the, the, this bill that they're doing, it's, it's about protecting women from being beat down by dudes. It's as simple as that. And I'm glad Republicans around the country are realizing their job to fight back against this insanity. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Listening to the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Uh, forgot I had it minimized over here on my computer. I meant to listen to it. I talked about it yesterday. It was Bill O'Reilly with a jet blue staffer. He's getting all mad and angry. I wanted to watch a video. Those poor airline employees, I, I hope they're not getting psyched out and faked out, you know, getting to, they were rejoicing. Did you see the videos of people rejoicing on the airplanes, being all happy? And now the uh, CDC is, uh, well, the Department of Justice said, well, we're not going to challenge this unless the smart people at the CDC tell us that we need to wear a mask or something. Well, the CDC has now said, well, yeah, we kind of think that was... Uh, really too quick of a thing to do right and who made the decision you, you know the they wouldn't be fighting this if it were an obama appointed judge right but uh no it was a trump appointed judge so. a MAGA judge with a resume as thin as the paper was written on uses a lot of junk science to strike down the mask mandate on public transportation. The judge is a Trump appointee who was rated unqualified when nominated and had never tried a case. She clerked for Justice Thomas. A former clerk for Justice Clarence Thomas, who was appointed by none other than Donald Trump. A Trump-appointed federal judge. It's a Trump-appointed judge. Trump-appointed federal judge. But one federal judge can now overturn the will of the public health experts in this country. Experts in this he obviously is clueless, and the vast majority of scientific evidence is masks have saved millions of lives. Health experts point out that legal decision may not square with science. This judge is a judge. This is a legal ruling. It is not a scientific ruling. This was a legal decision, not a public health decision. Oh, they're so science, aren't they? Not a public health decision. A legal decision, not a medical decision. You say this might be more of a political decision. It does read like a political statement. There's a clear political agenda coming out of the state of Florida. Children under the age of five. Mm -hmm. Are you not believing now there's not a 2 a.m. East Coast teleprompter talking points that go out? They all just woke up and decided to speak the same way about the same subject? Who have not been able to be vaccinated. Uh, Again, feeling more comfortable in a masked environment. Suddenly, we're not in a masked environment. I'm going to be getting on a flight soon. I'm going to put on a mask. It is less safe to fly in this country 
than it was yesterday. Uh, you heard Sanjay Gupta in there. Remember when Joe Rogan took him to task and, and then Sanjay had to get back on CNN and go along with his Luciferian handlers on this? Uh, we talk with Flynn Anderson, parents and addicts in need, uh, every so often, quite often actually, and talk about the, uh, the, the opioid epidemic, the fentanyl, and it's all painkillers. And uh, I saw this today. A poisonous sea snail could hold the key to developing a more effective painkiller with the less risk of addiction. This is what the researchers are hoping. Yes, I said a poisonous sea snail. They learned about the poison produced by the cone snail. It's found in warm seas and oceans throughout the world. They said the deadly venom produced by the cone snail has occasionally killed humans. And there's no antitoxin available, meaning no treatment. But the venom contains chemicals uh, that they say it uses to paralyze uh, their prey by blocking part of the nervous system. So they have modified this based on the venom. And it said it could be a future drug that's capable of safely blocking pain receptors in the human body. This is what they're this is what they're hoping for. Uh, I I don't know. Was there an Indeed.com job opening looking for test subject to test a poisonous sea sail to see if it could be a a, a painkiller? I mean, a monkey can't say, wow, boy, the pain really subsided. Uh, how do they test stuff like that? And it, it doesn't involve, I mean, you think back about all the cures that we've come up with, right? Uh, of uh, Who are the first people to, to even think of that? I mean, who would think the poison from a, uh, a, sea, a sea snail? I don't know. Would they hit a monkey with a hammer in the leg and he can't walk easily, then shoot him up with some snail venom and see if he can walk easier? I wonder how they test this, and I wonder who would get in line for this. I mean, the venom from the cone snail. Hey, who knows all the, all the new things that we're coming up with, right? I don't know who'd sign it to be the experiment. Probably not difficult today, it seems, right? Ooh, boy, big meeting tomorrow. Fresno City Council. We'll see if they're in the real estate business. And if they do approve the sale of the city buying the Tower Theater, get creative. Look around. Find some buildings. Present it to the City Council, and they will give you a, a 30-year mortgage at a great interest rate because that's what they're doing. Thanks to Agent Squires. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow. 3 o'clock. John Girardi's coming up next. Enjoy your Wednesday night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.